Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Podcast in a Half Shell. I am, as always, the co-host with the co-most. You so knackered. I have been up since five in the morning. No, I mean like wheezy knackers. I've also got a pretty bad chest. Oh. So anyway, I'm, I'm Duncan. Looking good in that shirt. Um, I, uh, do you know what? I am looking <laughs> lovely in my King of New York t-shirt. Resplendent even. Yeah, let's go Christopher walking on it. Isn't it lovely? But we're not wearing the same t-shirt for a change. Anyway, I, hello, I'm Duncan and uh, sat next to me as always is Stace. All right, pets. That's what she sounds like in real life and that. Yeah, I've got a I've got a bit of a bad chest at the minute, so I apologise in advance to everybody if I do start to sound like I'm slowly dying. I've still got a cough as well, so this will be a great episode. Oh yeah, yeah, this will be right fun for everybody, but it'll probably be more coherent than the last one at the very least because we are both sober. Um, I might be drunk on pizza. We did eat a lot of pizza. I feel ill. <laughs> yeah, it was good though. Yeah, it was cooked better than the last time, so That's true. that was good. You couldn't kill a man with it. No, you couldn't beat somebody to death with this pizza. You could actually chew it, which was nice. Hooray! That made a lovely change. Anyway, so what we're going to what we're talking about today, Stace? Turtles. We are talking about turtles. I would imagine that is what this podcast is about. <laughs> that is very true. Sorry, I'm in a really sarcastic mood. Apparently. <laughs> The other day at work, I was in a really inappropriately innuendo-y mood and I had to be really careful about who I was around. I was innuendo in a staff bingo. meeting, so I was around everyone and <laughs> some hey. things were said. Innuendo bingo? I don't know. Oh, it's just a thing. It's, um, <laughs> anyway. Cool. Um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> we, we both watched, well, I thoroughly enjoy it. I, I want to know where... I'm not sure. I want to know your uh, your mm-hmm. opinions mm-hmm. on possibly something that we should have done for the last episode <laughs> instead of Turtles 3, Turtles in Time. Turtles in Turds. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Turtles 3. Turtles in Time. Turtles 3, no, the I'd really like forgettable it. one. <laughs> I can't believe we watched it literally like an hour before we recorded and we forgot it. We weren't even that drunk is the worst <laughs> no, we part when you think about it. But it was really forgettable. It really was. So, in lieu of that, we're going to be re- reviewing Turtles Forever. That we are. Yeah, which actually would have been more appropriate because it was our anniversary episode and this is kind of a... I mean, what was the anniversary of the Turtles? This was for, was it the 20th or was it the... I don't know. When did it come out? Because last year was... No, this year was the 30th, wasn't it? Or last year? It might well have been the 25th then, I think. I'd have thought it was, yeah, probably the 25th. Well, yeah, because it came out after 2007 because there's a reference to the CGI movie in it. Yes, there is. Yes, um, there is. And it is also, it's kind of like a, like the finale of the of the uh, 2003 TMNT series. Uh-huh. But... That I still need to yeah, watch. Yeah, but you, you can't get into, apparently, for some <laughs> no, reason. I can't, I'm sorry. Despite being good. Um, <laughs> so, I really enjoy it. I enjoyed it last night, and I've enjoyed it every time I've watched it. <laughs> I uh, really like it. Last night is only the second time I've ever actually watched it. 
And I know I, I remember really, really enjoying it the first time. Right. Not so much yesterday. Really? Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't know what it was. Um, well, let, do your notes enlighten us, Stace. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, there's no, not really. A lot of these uh, notes are just things that happened in the movie to remind me what order they happened in. Yeah. <laughs> in case we try and talk about the actual plot and then get stuck like we do every other time. We go, hold on, did this happen first? <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually didn't need to watch it last night because I remembered the plot like, completely. <laughs> oh, see, now I've still, I only watched it last night and I'm still not 100% sure of what happens at the end but um they win we'll get there and um, well no doy no i i don't know whether it's because when i watched it the first time i'd not seen any of the 2003 turtle stuff mm. so i had no preconceptions of any of that side of it and i had no idea about any of the plots and stuff so i was just like along for the ride whereas this time around even though i've only seen maybe 8 Episodes of the 2003 one. Oh, just everything about the 2003 one's grated on me, except Mikey, who was adorable the entire time. <laughs> and there was the 80s turtle seemed really over the top this time round as well. And I don't know whether that's because I've been rewatching some of the 80s show as well. And it is camp and kitschy and stupid, but this seemed like did the turtles ever break the fourth wall as much in the 80s show as they do in this Turtles Forever? I don't think they did it quite as much as they do in this, but I th- from what I get, because I'll be honest with you, I haven't watched the 80s show for a while because mm-hmm. I remember when they re-released the first and second series on DVD, which is still all you can buy in this country. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it and being like, I, I'm finding this quite hard to watch and I turned it off because I didn't want to ruin all the good memories I got oh, of it. I see, I'm still loving it. No, it, it, it really grated me things like, oh, it's marshmallow and this, that, the other on pizza. Yeah. Like, oh, this is just really, really stupid. I, t- I tell you what made me really cross. So, um, for those of you that haven't seen Turtles Forever, spoilers ahoy. The, the, the overall premise of the film is that the 80s turtles find themselves in the 2003 turtles dimension. Which is a clever idea. It is. And then, 2003 Shredder's like, fuck, there's other dimensions. I'm going to find them, and then I'm going to find the original one and deck the turtles there in the hopes that that, well, destroy it, and that'll destroy all the other dimensions. Job well, done. Well, original, HC7 Shredder thinks, oh, I want someone to team up with. Yeah. Meets the 2003 Shredder, who's... Infinitely more intelligent. And evil. And, and evil competent. And competent. And basically not a buffoon. And a bit of a psycho as well. <laughs> yeah, he is a bit, isn't he? Yeah. I got a bit lost because I don't know what that... Is Is the Shredder an Utrom in the two days? Yes. Okay, that threw me. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? So there's a scene towards the start. He's a very, very evil Utrom called Shrell. Shrell. It's yep. The one true Shredder, as he keeps calling himself. <laughs> That's a bit self-aggrandizing. Um, yeah, but he's a dick. <laughs> like, all the way through it, he's a dick. Now, there's a scene towards the start of the film where the 80s turtles have been captured by 2003, Hun and the gang. Well, it starts off... With a hoist. With a hoist by the Purple Dragons. Mm -hmm. Cut to four shadowy figures on a rooftop. Oh. Who, uh, you know straight away, anybody who knows the turtles, it's clearly, like, made for, for, like, fans. That it's clearly not the 2003 ones because they've got kind of an angular design yeah, in comparison very to the pointy very almost. Yeah, they are quite pointy, but like the 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 um the then you see like the very sort of smooth lines. They're very the cherubic, aren't they? The face yeah. boys, like all oh, cheeky yeah. and adorable. But I like that though. That it's like mm. like we um how that they the contrasting art styles of each of them how they look mm. completely different. It's it's great. But uh, you see like the the sort of more rounded heads of the. 
of the 87 turtles. And then all of a sudden it cuts to, uh, you know, they're beating up the, the, the hun. No, 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 the purple dragons. Yeah. But somehow get captured, which you don't see. Yeah. You don't no. see that. You just see them fighting because then cut to title sequence. I imagine it's because there's like a running theme throughout the film that the 80s turtles are a little bit less competent than the 2003 ones or that the villains are a bit more competent than the 80s yeah. villains. So they like they, for they kind of, of get overwhelmed because they're yeah. like, shit, what's, what's going on? But there was one part, like after they get captured, it cuts to the 2003 splinter. <laughs> Watching his stories. I yeah. love that that's a thing that Splinter does, like... Oh, yeah. Like, all the time, he's just watching his stories. And there's a breaking news. Look at these four turtle-looking things. He and he gets all chewing cross. them out and that, doesn't he? Yeah. The, the... And they're like, well, dudes, it's not us. And then it cuts back to the 80s turtles who've been captured. And this bit really bothered me, because when I started re-watching the 80s show, uh, there was a bit that had me snorting with laughter, which is just when, in the first episode, where April says something like entirely obvious about the turtles and Raph just turns to Cameron and says, she's got a mind like a steel trap, this lady. And they use that exact line in this scene when Hun says something and he's like, got a mind like a steel trap, you, ain't yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, can you not just like, you know, be original? I, yeah, but that was a nice little nod, surely. Plus, I like I that every time that they look at the camera that somebody from the 2003 universe sort of looks at it as if to say, like, <laughs> there's, there's nothing over here. Like, especially <laughs> especially Hun's breakdown at the end was brilliant. <laughs> it was so good. Brilliant. Especially from a character that's actually very serious was such a funny moment. Mm. So... Then they get rescued by the 2003 turtles. Yeah, and that's when Mikey basically falls in love with all of the 80s turtles because they're all, yeah. like, him. <laughs> That's it. It's like having four my five Mikeys, that's it. Yeah. So how did you feel about this is the first scene where they're all interacting together. How did you feel about the new voice actors for the eighties guys? Watching it last night, it's I know they're not, and you can you can tell, but I think that for saying they couldn't get them, they're not entirely terrible analogues. I, yeah. I don't think I think the Leo and the Donnie weren't bad. The Leo's actually almost spot on, like mm. you might just think it was Cam Clark on a bad day. Did sound a lot like Barry Gordon as Donatello. Yeah, but I, the Raff and the Mikey were like, like glaringly obviously not. It's like somebody doing a comedy impression of Rob Paulson mm. for for Raff. It's like, oh no, what am I listening to? Um, well, this is, it, and I've said about this before: is the company that made that series, the two thousand and three series, were a non-union company, mm-hmm. so they 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 wouldn't do it because all four of them are like union voice actors so they weren't mm. going to take part in it it's a shame really because it- yeah but you're probably going to get that crossover at some point anyway because i know that they already did there's one episode of the 2003 uh, the, the, the 2012 turtles where i think they look into a dimension and they see them mm-hmm. and all four of them are voiced by the original voice actors mm-hmm. and from what i gather they are actually doing a proper crossover yep. so yep they, uh, Rob Paulson put a picture up on Facebook the other day of the four of them in a studio, like, nice. yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> is it too stalkery to like every photo you ever put up on Facebook? Well, you do it anyway, so... Yeah, I do do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I have zero shame. You don't care. <laughs> no. You don't care, bless I wish you. he was my adoptive dad. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Bless him. So, once they've escaped from... Hun and stuff. Oh, there's mutagen, isn't that for no yes. real reason? Donnie's just carrying around. Eighties Donnie is just carrying around vials of ooze. Yeah, but were they always like fighting over ooze and stuff in a lot of the, like the earlier episodes? See, the thing I swear is, they were. The thing is, in the ones I've watched, they weren't. But I do know that as a kid, I never saw the later few series. 
I only saw reruns of like the first maybe three series. I swear they were always like trying to keep Ooze away from Shredder and that, and like oh they were always getting Ooze in because like for, they, they weren't just carrying it around for no reason. They had it. They were they got got it away from him to stop whatever like Shredder's plan was. They got because they show you in the flashback like later on when they find out how they got to to their dimension. Yeah, they're like fighting Shredder. Uh, who's got the ooze to use for some reason, probably to mutate somebody like he normally does. You know, evil science. Yeah, and then they capture it and they take it and it, is, it just happens to be that they're holding it when they come through. Okay, I'll let that off then. That becomes a thing later, mm. that there's ooze everywhere. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. <laughs> it does, bless you. Um, I know you didn't mean it like that. Did you think they're like... I think it's around this point of the film. I forget the exact the exact order uh, that that we see eighty Shredder being all like, "What, what, what?" Did you think he had a bit of an anime feel about him? Design wise, yeah, or? I felt like there was something mm. just a little bit different, and it felt a little bit anime to me. And I felt the same about eighties April later in the movie. Uh, there was something. Maybury, maybe I know it wasn't Maybury. Maybury, <laughs> maybe um, I don't. Uh, it was. Um, it definitely weren't James Avery doing his voice. Nope, that's true, because he was fucking garbage. Oh, do you know what? I'm really sorry to all these hard-working voice actors mm. and stuff. Yeah, um, but they're not unions, so fuck them if they're not <laughs> the union. Um, no, I just couldn't get behind this shredder, like, at all. Mm. The Krang was passable. People if, from Rocksteady were all right. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. I couldn't really tell with those. Mm. The the Krang I could let off just for the fact that um, I just love listening to Krang go, <laughs> it's the best thing ever. <laughs> I just love that he's got this like really disgusting slippery voice and just mm. occasionally goes <laughs> his actual voice wasn't good but he got that <laughs> yeah those were great you're doing a pretty good job at that to yeah. be fair could you do a crang do you think yeah <laughs> no, no I went all it's skeletal it's got to be a bit there. more <laughs> <laughs> I went all um, I went, slippery I went no, really what's the word I'm looking for oily greasy <laughs> sweaty like slobbery that's yeah. it <laughs> no that, I bust into my skeletal then didn't I <laughs> Oh, beast I man. Too. <laughs> I can't do accents. What am I doing? No, I'm here ragging on voice actors and I can't even yeah. handle my own accent. Yeah. Half the time. Hey, man. <laughs> that's my skeletal. It's, it's not as good as your Christopher Walken. No, that's terrible. How dare you? My skeletal's way better than my Christopher Walken. <laughs> no, I honestly actually really enjoyed your Christopher oh, Walken. Oh, bless last you. Episode. You've obviously not watched many Christopher Walken films, good. have you? I haven't actually. No, exactly. Off the it's top of my head, I can accent. think of Sleepy Hollow, the end. And he doesn't even talk like <laughs> that. For fuck's sake. Oh my god. He's the headless horseman. All he does is go like this. Shh. And that's it. He shushes two children. Fuck me. Anyway. I'm so sorry. Anyway, come on. Turtles. Yeah. This Turtles is. Forever. As the running joke goes, this is not the Tim Burton podcast. <laughs> this is not the what t shirt is Duncan wearing podcast. <laughs> um, so uh, there's an unnecessary crotch shot of Shredder. That distressed me quite a bit. Oh, when was that? That like during that first scene that he's in, where he's trying to figure out what the chuff's going on. There's just a oh, shot like... where it looks like the camera's about knee height, just aiming straight at his peen. I don't remember that. <laughs> Horror blocked it out. <laughs> I wrote it in big letters and underlined it. Look, no, I did. Shot. Do you know what? That's the only thing I'd actually managed to read of your uh, notes. <laughs> oh, fucking me? awful shredder voice. Dot yep. dot dot. Fair enough. Yeah. Why did you need to take a pause after that? Uh, just you for just dramatic a new effect. Line. Just dramatic effect. Um, I enjoyed that he that they had the um, Shredder's cameras that see everything. 
mm-hmm. back. I, I, I don't know why it's such a, it's an awful thing, really. It's such, such lazy storytelling that like he can see pretty much everything. It's like, where's he got a camera? Like this time, <laughs> he just sees He's everything. He's in a completely different dimension. How's he yeah, doing this? He sees everything. It's hilarious. But, it's brilliant. But so the, the, all four turtles and Splinter, I think, attack the Technodrome. Uh, or is it just all, no, all eight, sorry, turtles? All eight turtles and Shredder at, at Splinter, or is it just all eight I turtles? I don't remember Splinter being there, but no, my he, no, no, he, no, he atta- he's, he's fighting with them later the on. Lair, That's it, yeah. So all eight turtles go and, cause they, they find, they talk to them, they find out who they are. Oh, they have that bit where they all walk through the streets because they don't realize that in their universe, obviously they're ninjas, like actual ninjas <laughs> who hide, um, and don't just uh, like walk down the street walk like they can a pizza in theirs. Place and ask for garbage on a pizza. Yeah. Oh God. What was it? <laughs> jelly babies and jelly um, beans and this, that and the other. And oh, or something. I, like just the worst. I never understood why that was Sour a Sauerkraut. That was it. Yeah. No, I've never liked that. I know what it was. It was like, oh, it's kids. So they'll laugh or whatever, but <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I all I've, it's something I've always hated because it bothers me because I'm always such a weird child. I was like, you can't have those things on a pizza. <laughs> Stop it this It just now. made me feel a little bit ill. I'm like, mm. oh, what are you doing now? Was it sauerkraut, jelly beans or something? I was like, oh. oh I mean, I do love me some sauerkraut, but don't stick it on a pizza. That's just cooked up. What is it? It's pickled cabbage. Oh, that sounds <laughs> horrific. Oh, your face. You look genuinely oh, disgusted. Oh, God. Yeah, no. <laughs> Two, like Rich when he two great, what moon cups were yesterday, but anyway. Two on. great tastes that taste great together. Pickles <laughs> and cabbage. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. I like both God, of those I bet things. that gives you right I love sauerkraut on a hot anyway. dog. Anyway. Ugh. Hot dog. What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> yeah, I like anyway. to put pickled cabbage on pig anus oh. in a roll. <laughs> I don't mind pig anus in a bun. That's nice, but like. <laughs> oh, don't die. <coughs> Can that's you die a bit sour, quiet? That's how sauerkraut's <laughs> making me feel. Is that picking up? Yeah. Brilliant. Look, see those there. <laughs> You're not going to have to edit that out. Nope. <laughs> Made oh, too well. many references to it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So all eight. So the yeah, they they go out and the turtles grab them and pull them back or something, and they meet. No, they don't meet Shred that Splinter until later on, do they? I think. Do you know? I, I actually like, can't remember. I'm, we're terrible at least. We watched it last night. No, I can tell you the plot, and I can go through most of it. I'm just there's little scenes that I'm struggling to place because I can't remember if Shredder, if Shredder Splinter meets them. Why did they both have to have a bloody S for a name? <laughs> oh, stupid! This is your fault, Eastman and Laird. Anyway, be more inventive, you bastards. Yeah, damn it! Um, but seriously, we thoroughly enjoy your properties. We love um, uh, yeah, so yeah, so they all eight turtles go and attack the Technodrome. How do um, they realise that Shredder and the Technodrome are there? Um, did Donatello have some kind of like technodrome finding device? I <laughs> like, want to say he like did. Look at their anti technodrome gear they've got. Yeah, it yeah. <laughs> all of which sounded like it'd be completely useless against the normal technodrome. Like, yeah, like, let the, alone this like, new one. Beefed up, sort of. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so they go and attack the technodrome, and they like beat up the foot soldiers in numerous cartoonish ways. At least the eighty-seven ones do. Raph has a ball just blowing them up and destroying yeah, them. Chopping off heads. Yeah, yeah. It was really violent when it, you think about it. Like, was like going It's okay though because they're robots. That's they what they do up. in the new Turtles, isn't it? They're just like, yeah. it's fine, we can murder a bitch because it's a robot. Yeah, the Samurai Jack laws, isn't it? That. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're, they're destroying everything. Michelangelo's struggling to fight because he's laughing so hard. That made me chuckle. <laughs> that was cute. 
There's and a then, lot of uh, shell-based puns in this, isn't there? Like a what the shell yeah. crops up a couple of times. And... Well, that I mean, they, there's a few of them sort of moments in the 2003 series, to be fair, like that, that what the shell. <laughs> we'll do, because it's good, so, you know. I'll try again one day. It's practically the original comics, like, but like sort of toned down a bit. I don't know why I can't get behind it. I just, I anyway, that's... It's because you love the, the 80s series so much, I and think. The, and I the really, 2012 one. I mm, think I've been spoiled a bit. It's a good show, though. I really enjoyed it. Mm. I'll give but it anyway, another whirl. Anyway, whirl. Where, do you, where do you get off? Whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> where do you get off? Anyway. There are going to be so many people who are like, oh. what the fuck's happening? Are they having a stroke? How did we get to like a hundred downloads or so for like previous episodes? Do you know episode one's got nearly three hundred. Yeah, but do you know, know, do you know episode that. one was a lot more coherent and we actually like <laughs> And it also know. happened a year ago. So yeah, there's a yeah, lot of we've given up now at this <laughs> point, haven't we? <laughs> all of our listeners. Um Is that what you thought was being serious the other day when you text me and you were like, Oh, when are we gonna record next? I was like, No, nah, I'm gonna call it a day, let's jack it all in. I've gotta say, I was a little I, I, I was a little bit scared that you were like, Ah, let's just go out on a whatever. On a yeah, right. I wanna go <laughs> I was out also gonna that. say on a high, but that wasn't a high. No, no. Um, let's go out on a drunk. Um, but then, and I legitimately, for a moment there, I was like, oh no, I don't want to. And then immediately thought, I could do a Rick and Morty podcast then, though. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> Can, don't wait till, don't even wait till my body's cold. Jesus Christ. Thing is, I'd probably ask you to do it too. Uh. <laughs> Be my Rick and Morty co host. Learn to edit, though. I'm fucking sick of it. Anyway, <laughs> this is behind the scenes garbage nonsense. <laughs> this will be a deleted scene within the podcast. It won't, because I hate editing so much. It'll no, that's stay what I'm, that's what I mean. It it's me. a deleted scene that will be in the podcast, because it won't get removed. <laughs> any, like, any other time we're going like, oh, we'll just edit that out. And it's always there, because I listen. <laughs> I always listen, because I love the sound of my own voice, except See, for the one where we interviewed Mateus. I couldn't oh, listen to that. cringe. Oh, I couldn't Quirly. listen to it. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, he was lovely, was though, wasn't he? It was awful. Oh, that was, doesn't work. He was delightful, though, weren't he? Oh, he was. He was wonderful. We, on the other hand, <laughs> were atrocious. Sorry, Mateus. It's so cringe. So cringe, really. Anyway. Anyway. So. Talks forever. Yeah, they beat up a load of foot soldiers, getting back to where we were. Uh, Bebop and Rocksteady get their asses handed to them, and then the tur- Shredder, as always, runs like a little bitch, <laughs> and then realises, well, if there's more turtles, maybe there's another Shredder. He gets the... He teleports the 2003 Shredder back to the Technodrome and gets disappointed to find out that he's, as he calls him, a pink slug. <laughs> Krang is quite happy by this because obviously Krang was kind of what the Utrons... I don't know if... I've always wondered about this, if he's what the Utrons were based... No. No, he'd have been what... He'd have been based off the Utrons, wouldn't he? Because they come first. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they did because they, they were actually quite early days in the comics. Mm-hmm. So he's quite happy with him because he's pretty much like their version of an Utron, except evil. And then they defrost him and he beats the crap out of him out, out of his shredder suit. So I, I can't remember if this is roughly the same time, but there's a disturbing scene that I couldn't stop laughing at because I'm a pervert. Right. Where, is this the crotch shot? No, this is where Shredder and Krang are having a little fight and Shredder pins Krang down. And um, you just keep seeing shots like almost from Krang's like point of view so you can only see Shredder and occasionally mm. one of his little tentacle hands will come up and like slap Shredder in the face. <laughs> Yeah, and it was... so much looked like someone getting hit with dick. The... Like, it was so inappropriate. Oh, bless you, Stace. <laughs> You've got problems. Bubba. You've got problems. I see penises everywhere. Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> it's like the sixth sense, but pervier. <laughs> the dick sense. 
Hey, Brumtish. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Let's move Sorry. on. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, they slap fight because both of them are kind of... It, that's the... I suppose the... I think maybe what upset you about this is because they kind of portray the sort of the 87 universe as being a bit... Shit. Well, not shit. There's obviously, there's a lot of love. There's a lot of love there, but yes, kind of stupid and incompetent and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, all right, there's that redeeming scene at the end when they're like, oh, we might not get out of this. And they're like, let's do it. Mm. But yeah, they are kind of like portrayed as being really annoying and stuff. And I I imagine what you probably didn't like most was the fact that it's almost to say like, yeah, not only is our shredder better, but our turtles are better. Do you Mm. know what I mean? Like, this ain't your daddy's turtles. Yeah. Like something like because I, I was actually thinking that last night. I was like, I do really like this, and both you know all all series except for the next mutation, all turtle series except that have got their merits. Um, Is there nothing good about next mutation? No, there's not. Why am I even trying to? <laughs> no. Why am I trying to stand up for it? It's garbage. No, no. Some of the ideas for some of the villains that pop up in the series were pretty good, like a. A Bigfoot who's like become a gangster, but other than that, no, it was terrible. I'm gonna watch another episode before the next time we record. Why do you hate yourself so, so much? Is this like your cry me. for help? Yeah, is this like how Hollywood's cast Dane DeHaan as um James Dean as a cry for help? I don't know who the Green Goblin from Spider Man 2, that weird looking guy. Oh, with the flappy hair, yeah, yeah, because oh. you know what? When I think you know, saucy, sexy, charismatic James Dean, I think Dane DeHaan. Don't People think James Franco looks like. I'd have cast him. He's already played him once, though, in like a TV oh. movie or something. But still, like, he looks like. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> God damn this it. isn't <laughs> who looks like James Dean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but if it was, I, you, we'd win because yeah. James Franco does look, does look like, look like James Dean. Yeah. Anyway. And he's adorable. Anyway. Isn't he? Anyway. <laughs> you got to give people the manja. Manja, manja, manja. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You know, watch the interview. Yeah, but that. It was a while ago and I've slept since then. Um. I need, I need my Samwise. God, I'm a precious. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's losing me so much. Oh, anyway. <laughs> they hate us because they ain't us? <clears throat> no? Oh, God. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm on a losing battle here. Yeah, um, and that's a film you've seen. I know. Oh, God. Not anyway. that long ago either. I saw this film yesterday and I can't remember it, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <sighs> Go on. We played a game earlier where we tried to figure out if Stacey had seen a, uh, films of a certain actor being Clint Howard and listed a lot of quite well-known films, and most of which the answer was no. It's hard work sometimes. Feel my pain, people. Imagine how difficult it is being me. Not that I just sort of bop through life like, la, 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 there's a film, I oh, won't I'm watch oblivious. it, I'm not going to watch it. Rick and Morty, no, no, no. That's all you need. Adventure Time, nothing else. That's all you need. And the Turtles. And Turtles, there obviously. There you go, you that's you. Two. Hey, Turtles Forever, that but was you ain't watched Back to the Future. Yeah, I have. All right, then. I've seen all three of them. Ooh. Boo, yeah. I did a drinking game, I don't remember the third one. She's <laughs> <laughs> got cowboys Was that in something it? about, yeah, the Wild West? Um, it's a good film. Is there a train? You're damn right. Sweet, sexy time-travelling train. It's awesome. <laughs> That punctures the walls of time travel with its train Oh, yeah. Nest. Does it now? <laughs> Not back and forth like that. I wonder if that picked up on the mic. <laughs> it, I don't know. It, the, the visual didn't. Anyway. Turtles. So. <laughs> Turtles forever. We should have just recorded an episode of The Parlour, really, shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> but, seeing as we've actually got our, our own proper podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> now featured prominently on Stacey Taylor's business cards. Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. That I don't give to anyone. <laughs> no, you gave them to that guy you sold comics to. Oh, just... I gave him the whole one. Anyway. <laughs> hey, one new listener. If that's you, welcome. <laughs> All right, Paul. 
Hello, Paul. <laughs> if you're listening. Oh, it'll have turned off by now. That's fine. We're having fun. <laughs> I feel like I'm drunk and I haven't. How many drinking tea? We're drunk on cheese. I am drunk on piece. cheese. Drunk on I cheese. Am straight drunk on cheese. Um, uh, cheese and dough. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so the new shredder, the the 2003 shredder, beats fuck out of 87 shredder and Krang, and then proceeds to take over the Technodrome and use their technology and Utrom technology to make a super suit of armor for himself, along with a new upgraded superpowered Technodrome and upgraded foot soldiers that mm-hmm. aren't a total waste of time. They're pretty snazzy too. Yeah, yeah, they did look pretty boss. So let's see. The turtles then go. They go into that. They go into the other turtles' dimension. Is this the point at which Donnie tries to make a yeah transdimensional portal portal stick? And two thousand three, Donnie is like, "You've just you've what you've made is a torch." (laughs) He's like, "Uh, "Yeah, give me a sec. I'll make it into a portal stick by hitting it." Yeah. yeah, but that's what his technology skills kind of were like. I tell you what made me really sad like. is I, I've got really fond memories of 87 Donnie being quite smart compared to the other three. And there's a bit in this where he says he's going to like hit it with a hammer and other Donnie's like, that's a wrench. And he's like, eh, details. details. <laughs> like, why? Yeah, but no. he did have that nice voice. It's science. You... Science isn't all facts. It's something else. I wrote I this down. Where is it? Science isn't all about facts, you know. And it, it made me think of Rick and Morty, unsurprisingly, when he says that sometimes yeah. science is more art than science. Well, yeah, there you go, you see. Yeah. It was uh, equal parts imagination and, and having faith or something. He said something like that, didn't he? Heart, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> yeah, and then he hit it with a wrench and it worked. It works. <laughs> he hit it with his wrench hammer. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Yeah, it you didn't use anything to hit it hard enough, it's technically a hammer. Now, I've got to say, one of my favourite parts of the film occurs at this point because they get plopped into 87 yeah. Turtles Dimension. And... Um, they really take the piss out of the damsel in distress situation by oh, having yeah. a... Like, we're going to go back to our lair and get our gear, but first, we've got to save April, even though they haven't seen April and they don't know if she's in trouble. I think it's Donatello says something along the lines of, we save April at least once a day, <laughs> and then they all run off, and of course she's being attacked by like a slice of mutant pizza and like a mutant banana or something. I like that. Um... I love that because one of the one of my bugbears with the uh, 80s show is that it's very like, oh, April's tied up again. Should we fucking get her? Like, I really like the, um, oh, this is your April. Why is she wearing a jumpsuit? Does she work in a car wash in this dimension? <laughs> but what made me laugh about that then is later on, April's in what kind of looks like, you know, like the gear that she wears. Um, do you know what it's so Casey and April are both wearing gear that looked like what they had in the 2007 movie? Film, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they did that later on in the, in the, the cartoon series to tie in with the movie mm. because she's wearing like a yellow sort of, I don't know, Kunoichi like gear or something like body that. Bodysuit type. But it's all yellow. So what's that a reference to? So they're kind of ripping that, yeah. but then they've got her wearing a yellow bodysuit. Did you see the latest episode of the 2012 show? Because Oh, hang on. Has it started up again? Yeah, it started last Season weekend. Th- oh, no. no, I'm no, no, not, no, 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 no going to no, say no, anything, okay. except there's also another yellow jumpsuit. <laughs> right, okay. But it's fine. Is it makes the crossover sense one? To the se- no. Oh, no, because, yeah, they've got... I find it really weird that Casey Jones has no problem with the fact that the entirety of Earth is gone and just thinks it's no, really exciting. None of them seem to, really. Oh, right. Oh. They all seem to be like, oh, no, Splinter's dead. Oh, <laughs> shit, spoilers. <laughs> That's a pretty big one, Stace. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, but you know it's going to... Look, it's not going to stay that no. way. They will David find something. David Tennant, though? Oh, I know, yeah, David Tenninch. As a as adorable little fugitive. Do you know he's the same height as me? Whenever I look at him, <laughs> I always think he's really small because he looks hmm. like he's really small, but he's six foot two, same height Bloody as hell. me. Yeah, tall I'd, guy. I'd hug him. 
Well, he's the same like dimensions as me. You get your arms around him easy, like in no so you could get him arms around him twice. He's so fucking tiny. He's all height and no width. Anyway, they've yeah. that's a different turtles pro- program. Not this one. We'll talk about that another yeah. time. So Stay tuned. <laughs> You won't need to. They already know what happened. Well, so, thanks okay. to you. I'm so sorry. Oh. Yeah, but they should be watching it. And also, it was a couple of weeks ago, and then by the time I've like been asked to edit this and put it out, it'll be even more weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. It's there you go. It's fine. Spoiler science. Yeah. <clears throat> put a spoiler in the description or something. Okay, I'll do that. I don't know. <laughs> so... Yeah, they go to the 80s dimension, pick up a series of anti-technodrome gear, which is like the explosive thro- throwing stars. A roller skate. Yeah, and um, sunblock. A roller skate. Was it just the one? I think so, yeah. Uh, it was Still, rocket skates, that was it, yeah. Skates. Yeah. Uh, and, and sunblock, I don't know why. Oh. <clears throat> so. They're not doing themselves any favours. No. <laughs> then they get back to the lair, and they get attacked by the foot soldiers, and Splinter gets kidnapped. That's in 2003 dimension, isn't it? Yeah, they come back because they come back. I thought that was went before they left. Isn't that when they leave? Because all the 2003 ones are like, no, we've got to go go back and get Splinter. And Donnie's like, "Uh, thanks for saving everyone, you fucks. Not in such language. I, uh... Because don't they all take solace in the fact that Splinter, 80 Splinter is there and they're all like, oh, you're making me feel all chill and shit. I hope my Splinter's okay. That probably is how it, yeah. (laughs) That probably is how it goes down. Uh, That makes more sense. I don't know. I've been at work all morning, damn it. So am I. Do you want a medal? I haven't got any before yeah, we say it. I want all the medals. <laughs> all of them. I have zero medals. Uh, a medal now. <laughs> um, anyway. So, yeah, they... Uh, oh, for saying that we were like complaining about the Turtles 3 being... Like, I'm not saying that this is forgettable. I'm just really struggling to like, process So they go thoughts. back to 2003 land. Yes. The Technodrome is now like uber mega technodrome of doom yep yep it's terrifying it's like carving a path destroying everything new york casey yeah. and april pop up they're just last. walking down the road yeah just because that's it and the turtle van no the party wagon and the blimp <clears throat> make an appearance that it made me really sad that mikey just almost immediately just trashes the blimp he just like drives it into a bunch of robots because he's like <laughs> ah fuck it because <laughs> i really wanted to see more of the blimp uh, I was kind of annoyed when like Raphael was going like, oh, I hope Casey doesn't see me in this in the party wagon. Like the party wagon's awesome, it's boss. Yeah, it's like the blimp's stupid. Blimp's amazing. Ah, uh, it's not. Your I mean, look, I'm, I prefer how that looks, but it is stupid. Like, where do they hide it? Where do they stash it? <laughs> well, <laughs> I've it's never deflated been able to... when it's in the uh. sewer. How long must it take for him to inflate it? For him to like take it? Doesn't seem like a very good Not combat very ready vehicle. Like the party wagon <laughs> makes sense, but there's just another one of them things. Like here, have a toy. Like hang on, it's a blimp that detaches. Like how do they get the blimp down? That's a, that's the part that I don't understand. When they detach from the blimp, surely yeah. that just flies off into the atmosphere. The end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How does that work? And that why thing, are we applying but, logic to this? And that thing isn't really a glider. It's just a metal. Oh yeah, that's why thing. it just goes falls. careening into the ground. Yeah, it just falls. Although they like, oh, what's it? They're saying like, have you, you know, they're sat there and it like, does, does this thing go any faster? And it's just sort of like, <laughs> like really slowly. Oh, because it's always used to move really fast in the old cartoon. It's like it's a blimp. It's not going very fast no. at all. Because even the new one in the new series is more like a balloon. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Mm. I don't know if I can accept. No, I don't care. Um, it's it's fine. The old one always looked like a less like a blimp, more like a bomb. 
<laughs> didn't it? Like the, 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 the balloon, <laughs> balloon part. Yeah. But anyway. It was still boss. It did. It looked cool, but it was impractical and kind of stupid. We can admit to that, right, surely. You're impractical and conscious. Because, you know, I'm right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> in childish fact or whatever. Your mum's impractical and kind of stupid. She's not. <laughs> love your mum. She likes Hellraiser, I found out today. She's cool. Not from her, from you. Because <laughs> that'd be weird if all of a sudden it's like, oh, guess what? I'm like, like I'm going to talk to your mum. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Do you like Hellraiser? <laughs> Stacey's mum. I ask everyone that. <laughs> <laughs> never watched it I just asked people like, you know, like Hellraiser I don't have seen it but you know I'm just curious tell a lot about a person if they're like Hellraiser it's alright anyway <laughs> so yeah they have a they have a big fight and um, it's, I think it's about this, this it's either this point or slightly before where Hun because they have that massive fight with all the mutated um, mm-hmm. the uh, mutated henchmen Two of whom look like Tocker and Razor. They do, don't they? Mm, there you go, see. But uh, Hun gets uh, mutated. Yes, that really happens grabs. when they're fighting in the dojo before they go to 80s land, doesn't it? It's he in gets the sewer. like. He follows them into the yes, sewer. Yes, he gets like, yeah. Because he grabs the things and he, he cracks them with his giant hands. And because, of course, the last thing that he was around were mutant, mutant turtles, turtles, he becomes an even more mutated turtle. Why does he have spikes? I think there was, because I was reading in the trivia, because he looks a bit like Spike. So they're okay. saying like maybe they're trying to evoke Spike, like images of Spike there. That's acceptable. Because originally he was a villain before he became like, you know, Corey Feldman. <laughs> and adorable. So I'm lost as to where we are now. This is the point at which like, I think I started making my couscous for my lunch at work. Well, no wonder you can't follow it. <laughs> this was so, about no, the point okay, I was falling point asleep because I'd only had so many hours. Like I was up at five again. I've been up at five the yeah, last three days. You're not going to be of any help to me, but this is the thing. Right, so they, for some reason, figure out, you know, we've got to go in the technodrome and we've got to stop Shredders from doing This whatever's. is when they get kidnapped by him because he's already been... <coughs> the Shredder has been looking uh, into the multiverse and, and he's realised that there's not just those four, those eight turtles. There are many, 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 many turtles. So he decides that he has to go, he has to find the core turtle world and destroy the turtles. Turtle Prime. Turtle Prime. That's the one. So he decides, he uses this, this device that kind of looks like one of those fun fair rides where you stick to the side. See, to, this is to, the thing, to separate their DNA. This is where, as I was gonna say, this is where I started getting confused because I didn't understand why he put them in a giant centrifuge that he sort of stood in the middle of. A dimensional centrifuge. And why oh, was Splinter just there to watch? I mean, I understand that's probably the shredder just being a complete um, I think you'll find but. because in the in the 2003 series, the Splinter is uh, he fights in the Battle Nexus, and he's been fighting in the Battle Nexus for years, which is like this big interplanetary intergalactic tournament. And I think you'll find that the Shredder fought in it as well. So they've got like a long-standing uh, uh, like hatred for each other. Okay. As well as the fact that obviously you know he's he killed his master and stuff. Right. So I, I think there's I think he just <laughs> wants him to suffer, and he hates Splinter. Yeah. Which is so, why he's got in there watching. I, so he, I imagine. I'd, I'm just... So he puts them into this centrifuge in order to somehow do something with their DNA that will make him you... ascertain which planet, which dimension he... is the prime dimension. Right. He thinks because he's got eight of them, he'll be able to narrow down like to the the, the closest DNA to the t- the turtle prime, 
um, so that you can figure out where their dimension is because there's like millions of them. No, here's there's not the, that many not, different types not, of turtle. No, like, that, I think they show about nine, don't they? <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe twelve. And, and even then, I think um, there were some that were because like they didn't put some of them were just like thank God. Yeah, they didn't put that in there, and I noticed some of them were just different covers by Eastman and Lee. <laughs> There were also um, there was some like an Archie comics one I think I noticed. There was some in there. There was the the live action. Yeah. You know the nineties movies. I was quite happy yeah. with that. Two thousand seven um, was in yeah. there. Yeah. They had when you see like the big the screen where there's like a load of different like universe views. There's a couple in there from because they, they actually did some alternate episode alternate universe episodes mm-hmm. uh, in the two thousand and three series, which are really good. Like you know um, the, the awful futures and stuff like that. Which is why I really enjoyed that Turtles in Time because there's one, there's one in that series before that that book the the, the mini series came out where Donnie is um, no I think Donnie's the one who's missing he's the one who's um, instead of it being the other turtles that are missing and him being the only survivor it's like kind of the other way around mm. he's the one who's gotten who who got killed yeah yeah no it's, it's a good episode it's got like the Lord simultaneous in it and Renette no no Renette's not in it sorry but fucking Renette it's Renee uh, Renee anyway why won't anyone fucking ah <clears throat> but yeah so that's some good but they've got that in there they've got the 2007 they've got the um, the manga turtles yeah is in scary there. manga turtles I don't like this game eh? we should watch some of that if we can at some stage I've been trying to find it but uh, it is scary I've been trying to find it it's really hard to get hold of yeah. no because the ones that I've the, the ones I've read about are basically like t- they're basically animated roughly the same and the turtles look the same as they do in the 80s series except like they've got these gemstones that one of them turns them into like these giant fighting robots or something (laughs) and then another one where it turns them into I don't know if it's beasts or like superheroes why the fuck not well it it was a Japanese way and it was always to do with like selling toys wasn't it Mm. so they made like these these mangas I've heard they're they're not they're not terrible but they're not great either they're not like hilariously bad like you'd like them to be but they're also not Awful either. I need to investigate at some stage. I tried to find them, but I'm. It's, it's I imagine it's nigh on impossible. No, but it's it's hard. I'll I'll see what I can do. So they get centrifuged, mm. and Shredder assumes that they're dead because they sort of disintegrate, and then the Technodrome disappeared. Now this is my this is the, the bit the part of Shredder's plan that I don't get. He wasn't going to Turtle Prime just to kill the original turtles in the hopes that that would destroy all the other turtles. He was going to. Turtle Prime to destroy that whole dimension with the hopes of destroying every other dimension. Now, wouldn't that have killed him? He's a nutter. And everyone he knows and loves. He's a nutter. He doesn't love anyone. What am I talking no, about? No, he's a nutter. Um, but he, like, he would legit rather die. He doesn't love anyone, but he's always, he's really, really like he's very, very annoyed. And when when it turns out that Karai has betrayed him, yeah. oh yeah, Karai's in this. Yeah, because oh yeah, she's because okay. she um she somehow saves the turtles at the last minute. Doesn't she? Yeah, like, she, so they he don't, thinks they they've disintegrated dis- yeah, in the centrifuge, te- but, but she they teleports haven't. them out at the last second. Yeah, but their dim- dimension then starts falling apart, and then well, like, he oh, finds out. <laughs> he finds out where they are, and then the technodrome disappears, and the turtles reappear where the technodrome was, mm-hmm. and then they bop off. They find Casey and April, and they go to because then they, they notice that the dimension's starting to slowly disappear. Which I really liked the way that they did that, mm. where it's like the actual it's drawings, like sort of dis- like being like literally being erased, and everybody comes down to like you know the black and white lines, and then just disappear. Um, so they run to the Purple Dragon headquarters to try and find the bits that they need to to repair the interdimensional torch. <laughs> 
That's you know that's what I've been referencing every time I go on about Donny's intellect, like how he can make like an interdimensional portal out of a torch or whatever. Like that's what I've <laughs> always been going on about every time. It's lazy, but it is an example of the sort of crap that he'd pull yeah. all the time in the yeah. old series. But um, there you go. There the uh, the new fully you get to see Hun all mutated and stuff, and he yep. fights them. That's when he has that great meltdown and starts shaking Raphael, shouting, "Who, who are you talking to? There's no one there," which is really funny. Mm-hmm. And he he takes all the stuff off them, and he's about to like. I think he doesn't. He's going to smash it when he realizes that you know the world's starting to disappear. And I actually, really like this bit where he's got like a rare moment. He actually throws them the stuff, and he's like, "Save everyone!" And mm-hmm. you know, I thought that was quite a you know nice moment. Not, yeah. Maybe not self sacrifice, but at least he realizes that they're their only hope. He's kind of back in the wrong horse there. Yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> so they run off to the center of where the technodromes disappeared. Uh, fix the no. It's not that it's broken. Sorry, they needed to they needed to uh, add a part to it so they could track the um, track the technodrome mm-hmm. to figure out where it was going. Although on the way to run to it, Casey and April both disappear. Yeah, yeah. Casey sad. has that dead sad bit where he's like, and, you know, he disappears as well, and and then Raph nearly does because he's a tool, and Leo has to like pull him away. <laughs> and like, no, Raph, go. So. And then they go to the they go to Turtle Prime, mm-hmm. which is probably easily the best part of this entire film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I heard him mention Tent Turtle Prime, I my penis went a little hard because I knew <laughs> I knew if straight I had a penis, away. mine would probably have been at oh, least yeah. I'd have been rocking at least a half chub. Yeah, because I knew exactly where they were. I knew straight away <laughs> there's only one place that Turtle Prime could be. Yeah, and I was so happy that it was the black and white. Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird turtles yep. that popped up and exactly the same as they looked in the original comics yep. you know gruff gritty grim yep. I mean Raph's initial diagnosis of grim gritty I like it like, <laughs> yeah. was brilliant I I had one tiny tiny issue with this scene well this this part of the film and was uh, it there like weird beats are, I was are, just going to say like I, I love those weird like flapping top lips in the comic as soon as they get animated and they try and talk, it looks like yeah. the weirdest fucking thing. It like, does, but I'm glad, so that they went, I'm glad that they went to the effort of doing that. But you think, like, <clears throat> turtles have beaks. Yeah. So it really, that probably makes more sense than yeah. the way that they are. But, like, I, re- I loved it. I thought every detail, even to, like, the Shredder being such a non-threat that they kick him, that they throw garbage at him and he falls off a roof. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, the Shredder really is sort of nothing in the original like comics universe like the old mirage stuff yeah it was like he was the least of their worries at all like they killed him with a grenade in like the first it was the first issue yeah (laughs) that's it he came back as a weird shark worm creature like zombie thing in one of the it was a it was a weird issue it was like two issues of tales of the tmnt but like he's nothing whereas Every other iteration, the Shredder seems to be always be like the main villain, which makes sense because he's a great character. But like, mm. bless them, they really didn't expect it to go beyond that first issue, did they? You <laughs> no. can tell, can't you? But um, yeah, so they're there, they're narrating while they're fighting. I love that. Oh, it's really. I absolutely love that. Oh, like, is he crazy? <laughs> so good. And uh, was it the rip on Raph and everybody for having multicolored headbands and calling yeah. sellouts? <laughs> it is good. Even. This is this is the part I'm my memory's fuzzy a bit on because I was making my lunch for work. No, this is the it's the it's, I like all of it, but it's the best part of it without a mm. doubt when they get to finally get to put Turtles Prime. I just don't I don't get how they explain to me how they fixed everything <laughs> because I'm thick. 
<laughs> right. How it all went down. So they have a little fight with the Turtles Prime because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you know, sellouts. Although I'm not being funny just because they're in colour and they're in black and white. I'd probably be inclined to go like, yeah, they look pretty much exactly like we do. And there's four of them. And there's another four that look like we do. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they have a little scuffle. And then they're like, oh, you know, we're looking for the Technodrome. We've got a device that tracks it. And Leonardo turns around and goes like, is that it? <laughs> it's been doing that all night. Like, <laughs> brilliant. So they formulate a plan because the Shredder thinks that they're all dead. They hide. And the turtles stand on the roof and start screaming, Shredder, come out here. And um, he's about to blast them. But until Raphael starts going, do you fear us? And he actually comes out to fight them. Then all... Uh, all 12 turtles face off against him, sort of, because they knock him off a roof. When does he get enlarged? Well, because he's an Utron, and because he's used all the Dimension X technology, what did Krang used to do occasionally? Get all big. There you go, you see? So they put the, uh, what was he called? Transmorph something technology, and he grows massive, and then his arms turn into swords, which seems like a really unwieldy weapon. Um, to have because like it's not even like it's the hands it's the arms so it's like that seems really like mm, can he like, bend his elbow still that's what I'm thinking like he's like like that it, it doesn't seem no it doesn't seem feasible but anyway he he's beating everything up because he's massive so he doesn't even have to try and fight mm-hmm. properly he's just like smash smash smashy smash gonna step on everyone that's it but I was like that bit where um, as he grows like uh, Utrom. Utron shredders inside the head. <laughs> He's like, where are they? Where are they? And all of a sudden, like the, the eighty-seven, uh, the the Mirage turtles jump on him on like the, the eyes, and he's he's actually legit scared of them. <laughs> like, because although they've not got any tech expertise or anything, and they're just kind of like you know really tough fighters, they're all they're going like growling on the windscreen, and he's legit shitting himself <laughs> inside this giant robot that could kill them quite easily. Krang grows big to try and fight him, which is a total waste of time because he cuts one of his arms off and just kicks him down on the floor. <laughs> Guess I just, he just immediately fall down. Yeah, I think he gets back up and hits him a bit, but he doesn't really stand much of a chance because one, he's Krang and he's always been pretty crap, and he <laughs> dances about in yellow pants. With it's a an odd choice of body. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's that. Have you seen that photo of that dude who's made a really awesome Krang costume? I have seen one, but I don't know if I'm thinking of the same one. Yeah, it looks amazing. It lights up on the inside, mm. but it's basically a bold dude wearing like white, pa- yellow pants with Krang around his chest. It's like, it's a, it, yeah. Whoever designed that is. Odd choice. Yeah. Bless the 80s. Um, <laughs> they're all, everybody's fighting, even Karai's fighting, and the 87 Shredder and, uh, um, and Krang are fighting. Uh, Splinter's there, all 12 turtles are fighting, and they managed to knock him. They're trying to knock him into... No, he gets blasted by the Technodrome, mm-hmm. by its cannon, and that like blows a hole through him. And um, they're trying to knock him back into it again. And Bebop and Rocksteady knock the power off, because they're idiots, and they turn, plug it back in as he's about to destroy like the Turtles Prime. And they, pl- they plug it back in, because they think they're helping, and destroy him. <laughs> Brilliant. So, as always, once again, Bebop and Rocksteady's uselessness saves the day. Sort of. Excellent. I can accept. I like Bebop and Rocksteady. Like in, you know, the cartoons, not yeah, not the comic ones because they're bastards in the comics and I hate them. And then Yeah, they start cry. off being really incompetent in those comics in like the villains miniseries and then they just get like... <laughs> <Just> fucking... <coughs> they seem to become like completely unstoppable. It's scary. Anyway, gritty, yeah? Yeah. I like them as in, in the 2012 series. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. 
JB Smooth. Um, Do you just name things based on what you see? <laughs> turtles forever. Um, <laughs> so it ends with all, you know, the, the turtles prime thanking them. The other turtles go back to their dimensions. You don't really see anything at the aftermath of that. However, we do see, you know, some hands drawing, a couple of yeah. voices off screen, man named Kevin, man named Peter, both of them hoping that the first issue is going to sell. Yeah. And, uh, a, I didn't get that as an ending. I thought it was quite meta, quite nice little, uh, you well, know, because the that's the start of it all. No, I, I, no, I get that. But to, it threw me because it felt like the idea was that Turtles Forever was the issue that they were just drawing. No, no, it, no, 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 no. It, it was like wasn't. that was uh, no, that no, that was no, 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 no. It was they were do, putting the finishing touches on the first issue ever, mm-hmm. and like that's that was the beginnings of it all because like if they destroy the Turtle Prime universe, that's the end of it all. Mm-hmm. You see, because that's where it began. So they're just sort of showing where it began. Plus, bear in mind, it was like released as like the anniversary, as an anniversary thing. That's and true. And it actually is Peter, uh, Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman's voice as well. Oh, bless him. So, yeah. So. So. That is pretty much it in a nutshell. Yeah. I had, uh, I had another like innuendo comment that I wrote down. Innuendo bingo. Which is just a bit when, um, 80 Shredder's just like having an embolism about trying to catch them. The turtles and stuff, but for some reason he doesn't say like, "Oh no, I need to kill him," or "Oh, I need to catch him," or anything like that. The words he actually uses are, "I must have them," <laughs> enunciated in such a way that it does sound very rapey, yeah. <laughs> which uh, which freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, that's a side to the shredder we'd never seen before, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, scary rapey shredder. The other thing that I noted down that I really liked was in it's towards the start when the um, all eight of the turtles. Attack 87 Technodrome, like pre Mega mm. Uber Technodrome. There's a bit where they all attack the Shredder. And guess what? They don't go at him like one on one. They all just like pounce on him. And I thought that was brilliant. Because one of the things I always hate about uh, uh. these kinds of cartoons and movies is that when there's like a big, you know, like boss or what have you, big enemy, and there's a group of people fighting them, they'll mm. just like wait their turn and be like, right, I'm going to punch first. And then you can go up and kick. And then after that, this guy's going to go up and like sweep his leg. And it's like, no, just fucking pounce on him mm. and. Beat the shit out of his face, please. Well, yeah, even in, like, the 90s Turtle movies, like, each one of them takes a turn to fight the Shredder. Yeah. It's like, do you know what? He's, look at him. Come on. He's like a human cheese grater. Just yeah. fucking attack. I mean, really, I find it kind of unbelievable that this that they can't fight. Like, just looking at the Shredder in that movie, as much as I enjoy that film, I always think, like, come on, really? You could take him one-on-one. They're alone as a team. Just, like, just jump on him. Yeah, he does look particularly skinny yeah he doesn't look that super he looks menacing when he's got his like his cape on and his mask on and everything but when he's stood there with that stick it's like mm, I don't know no you could have him look at him come on turtles forever um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think about the film overall I really enjoy it mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it I do think that that bit I think it's really weird in the opening bit you know when uh, Splinter's calling them all mm-hmm. instead of just shouting like my son's and yeah. they all came. He starts shouting them all by name, and they have like their almost little introductory oh, like yeah, leaping like, sequence, like, like with their little skate like, scene. And... Yeah, that's it. But with like <laughs> accompanied by a little musical fudge, like doom 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 doom. Oh, do you know what, Rob? <coughs> you know my feelings on the fucking theme tune to the two thousand and three show. It's almost as bad as Next Mutation's theme tune. Like it's it's on par for me. And a lot of the music in this is like riffs on that mm. instrumental riffs on that there's a fucking awful song at the end mm-hmm. that makes me wish I was dead <laughs> it's just terrible I was just about to bring that up <laughs> I can't 
remember. I might have to try and find it and put it on the end of the episode because I can't. I can't it do justice terrible. to the gashness of the lyrics. Like yeah, it's, it's really just... awful. Oh. Like it's it's worse than that song that was written for Turtles Three, which I was crying at when I realised that you put that on the actual episode the last time. I was like, oh my god, it's Both awful. Both of the songs from that were amazing. Yeah. Oh no, they what weren't. Was it like? Like Jungle Boogie, but with turtles in there or something. Oh. What's it called? Turtle Jam. Oh, uh, so that sounds bad. horrible. Turtle Jam. <laughs> turtle Wax. What? Um, <laughs> how many canisters of ooze out of five? Do you want to give this bad boy? I'll give it three and a half out of five. I'm going to give it a solid three. Fair enough. Because you're all like, mm, you rape me in my childhood. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, I'm that guy. No, yeah. I no, I do don't enjoy be, it. Don't be that guy. I, do, <laughs> I did, I did really enjoy it, but I think it's been soured somewhat by the fact that I've been recently rewatching and really enjoying the '80s <clears> stuff and trying to watch and not really enjoying the 2003 stuff. See, um, I don't. I do think it's lovingly done. The way that they present the tur- the eighties turtles, I don't think that they're full on trashing them by any stretch of the imagination. No, but it, but I do get like I said it before. It is like yeah, the the point of the film is that they're the lesser ones, like they're the shitter ones. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say shit, but like no, they're the more they are the shitter ones. Yeah. They're the less competent. They're the bumbling ones. Yeah, but they are in comparison to the new the twenty twelve turtles as well. Like when you think about it, uh, yeah, really, because they're really good fighters, and they're actually you know they actually can hide from people. <laughs> Decent ninjas. Yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> eighties turtles. Poor guys. Bless the little cotton socks. Do love them. But uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed. I, I did it. I really enjoyed it. It's worth a watch. Is that like yeah. I'm not like three pound in your local home bargain on DVD, <laughs> along with the 2007 CGI animated one you could oh, pick yeah. up for. I discovered yesterday that the copy that I've got is a Region One DVD, and I almost had a panic because I didn't think I could watch it at all in my no. house. But I actually ended up watching it on my laptop, <laughs> so it works on there, which is good. Yeah, no, I would. It's it's. A, it, I'd recommend it, but like, it doesn't get anywhere near like most of the other Turtles movies. For me, uh, it's well, it was, like, it was obviously just like it's better a TV than Turtles movie. 3. Yeah. You know, it was just like a TV movie, like a celebration of the fact. Because really, the 2003 series already had a proper finale. Is it explained, just a random question, <laughs> explained in the 2003 series why they seem to live in what looks like an old school, like Japanese style dojo, but the inside looks like a futuristic inside of a spaceship? Um, probably because there is a series where they wind up in the future and then come back again. So presumably they probably update, up, like they upgrade their their okay. lair or something. I don't know because I when I because I, I, the last series is back, uh, back in the sewer, mm-hmm. which I think is series seven. And series six is where they're in the future. Because about that point, where I was like, eh, he's sort of running out of ideas. And this is like I always find that with cartoons, if it's like based on. Like how this is based, like most of it is based on, like I said, the old comics. Mm. A lot of the beats. There are, you know, things that make it a bit more kid friendly and stuff like that. But like they do all the stuff from the original comics, uh, with the Utrons and the Transmats, uh, mm. you know, sending them to uh, where they meet the Fugitoid on the, uh, the Federation planets yeah. and the, like the Triceratons attacking and stuff like that. It is a good show, but you know, I don't think you'll ever get past your handcuffs with it. I don't know. I I'm gonna try because I have heard really good it, things about particular a, episodes. Oh yeah, there's some great episodes. It's well, a good show. There's some really like, good Baxter Stockman ones that I need to. Oh god, yeah, Baxter Stockman's so tragic in it. It's oh. unreal. It's like horrible. This it's a lot more grown up 
for mm-hmm. a kids show. Um, yeah, it's not quite as lighthearted as what you I think maybe you're used to from a kid from a turtles TV show. Mm-hmm. But I I really liked it. I, I really enjoyed it. There's a, they've got they do the the Casey and Raph uh, meeting episode. It's like the <clears throat> almost I think it's almost taken from the comic like pretty pretty much verbatim. Nice. And I'm not sure. I think there's an episode where Donnie meets Kirby. I swear that I swear there is. I can't remember, oh. but I think there is. I, I swear there is. Um, you know, like in the the one shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I can't remember if Mikey's got um. Clunk, a romance novel. Oh no, wait. <laughs> no, not that. Good God. <laughs> Nor is he a painter. Um, no, was it Cl- uh, Clunk the cat? Yes. Oh. I think Clunk. he's got Clunk in it. Yeah, because he hasn't got Clunk in the new one. He's got Ice Cream Kitty instead, hasn't he? Yeah. Mm. I love Voice Green Kitty. Do you know he's voiced by Kevin Eastman? <laughs> That's not a joke. No, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> Truth fact. Yeah. Anyway, we've we've gone off topic again, so it's probably a good time to like wrap this we shit up. Well, do you know what? As a little bonus, because I was thinking about this before, have a quick, um, just just not so much a review, because neither of us are prepared for it. But <laughs> Like I'm prepared for this. Well, yeah, exactly. You've got... <laughs> I've got no notes, and, and I've you've got, got minimal notes. Yeah, I think you made more notes for Turtles in Time. I think I might have done because I couldn't fucking remember any of it, and we still couldn't even with that. We kept staring at it like, "What? Uh, what did I mean by that?" Anyway, so bonus: the Mighty Mute Animals are the miniseries. Yeah, it was good. Ray fucking fillet. Yes, Ray fillet. Fucking fillet. Now I don't know what that corporation was all about. No. At all, it I'm was assuming that woman that's a, the thing like that's going to get explained. I don't know because I'm it's ass- never, it's, they've never popped up in the comics before. No, I'm assuming that now that in the main bits of the comics that the Shredder's working a bit more with Baxter Stockman, that the more sciencey, corporationy, study, researchy elements will come in, and maybe that's mm. where they'll come. I didn't get it either. I had no idea. What's no, going. I mean I enjoyed that they were like a little mutant. Mutant rights terrorist cell almost, yeah. And that they got Mondo Gecko as a <laughs> member, which was awesome. And Seymour Guts, Mutagen Man himself. I love Mutagen Man. Yeah, Seymour that was good. I, just, no, I, just, I loved it that he popped up in it, but I was like, he's so, it was really depressing. You know how he just he wanted to die. Couldn't tell you much about the story apart from the fact that the mighty mute animals break into a testing facility, rescue. A bunch of mutants. Well, three, because it's that the female cat. Not a cat, like a. Oh, yeah, I can't remember what she is. And I don't remember. Was her name Sally? Mm, she was like a pilot and stuff. She got yeah. quite a few different skills. And then I there's Ray Fillet, who Ray I, fucking Fillet. I really liked his redesign. I thought he looked yeah, really cool too. with like his little goggles and stuff. He looked badass. Oh, and a cut in like Mutagen Man. So they rescue them three. Um, like Mutagen Man didn't really seem to have any power or anything that was a, that would make him of any use. He's- Transparent skin, and he's in a containment war, like, suit. Yeah, that's about it, really. Like, I think all that makes him like, otherwise he'd just be melty. Yeah, you know, he's just in a suit that they've had to build him. I think the only thing that he had going for him was the fact that they'd wired him up with a shitload of bombs, and he was going to blow himself up. Hell, which was Grimming. weird. Like, old Hob actually talked him out of it, and was like, it was a rare moment of like, I don't know, mutanomy. <laughs> I like Not old humanity Hob because he's one of these characters who's. 
who's an arsehole, but he's not a complete arsehole. No, I think he's evolved quite nicely yeah, over the series because he, he was just a bit of a cock to begin with. And he ha- look, what cat, I like about him is know? he has clear motivations. Mm. Like, so you can, it, it makes sense when he does things that seem like things only a good person would do, but it also makes sense when he does arsehole things. Mm. Like he's got, he knows what he's he wants. He's usually out to protect yeah. mutants. And I, I quite like that. Yeah. Although he's got animosity towards the turtles, which is mostly because of like Shredder scratching his face. Like he's really protective of, of Slash, even Pete, Aww, you know, Pigeon Pete. Pete. And, um, oh God, he's a the... fucking mess. Oh, I know. An adorable mess. Um, <laughs> what's the other, what's the crowd called? Oh, uh, like I want to say Hermit, but that doesn't sound right. Mm. I like, like him Sergeant though, but he's like for some reason like just covered in guns, even though he's got a <laughs> he's bin brilliant. on his back. He's um, brilliant. Who else is with him? It's Mondo Gecko, who I think he's joined him now in the cartoon, hasn't? Or did do anyway before you know? Anyway, it um, wasn't it. Um, Robbie Reese did as, yeah, his voice was, as well. Yeah, yeah. It was wicked. Yeah, shouting it. cowabunga. <laughs> but they don't have the monkey. He's no. on, he's only in the cartoon, isn't he? Yeah, the professor. Yeah, that's it. So I was just trying to think who the rest of the mute animals are because they've got, I think their group's bigger now in the comics than it is yeah, in the I cartoon because now they've got like Ray Filet and that, that, <laughs> the Catwoman and uh, Mutagen Man. And then they've got that woman who helps them as well. I forgot her name. Um, Science Bird. Science Bird. Yeah. She's good. She's Science Bird. <laughs> it was a good little mini series, but mm. yeah, it doesn't, it seems quite separate. I wonder yeah, how they're going to tie it in. I don't if think you could quite happily have not have read it. I could have. I'm, I'm happy I did, but I could have not done and still read like the Turtle series because then it had just been like, oh look at that, Ray Filet, <laughs> yeah. and all they've had to do is like, yeah, we rescued him from a facility, or you know, that, that, that yeah. you know, didn't really. I don't. The way that the story plays out, it doesn't really matter. It was, it was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. I'd say it's a good series. It was well written and everything, and, mm. and and everything was, um you know, I mean, I quite liked that, like Ray Filet. Uh, agrees with like old Hobbs actions, mm. but um, was it? I think he says like, "Well, we've got it. We'll have to keep it secret from the rest of the group." So maybe there's more of that that will p- play in later. But we'll see. Because so far, like all the other miniseries have tied in quite well to the actual series, despite being written by different people. Because like the heroes and villains, all the all the origins miniseries have always tied in. Uh, and the, uh, Turtles in Time was tied in. Secret history there. Football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that did big time, didn't that it? Was proper boss as well. The rise and fall of the uh, Ultraman Empire. Not like that as well. Actually, that was a really good miniseries. But uh, yeah, they've all tied in quite nicely. So I just thought we'd do this as a little bonus, a little yeah. addition, because we've actually run a lot shorter than we normally do. Imagine. I know, right? Is that because we didn't know? That's probably for the best. I think we've rambled <laughs> enough. For, you know, anybody that has uh, listened to this point, but. So yeah, I I thought pers- I'm not going to give a rating, but I really enjoyed uh, Mighty Mute Animals. Me too. I thought it Me was too. good. It was lot. worth my time. I got to say though, like not to not to like piss on anyone's chips, but like you know how I'm always banging on about IDW have never done anything wrong, and there's never been an issue with the turtles that I haven't liked, and blah blah blah. Was not fully enamoured with the Casey and April mini. Yeah, you've already just you said about that. Oh, I'm going to give it a read, but yeah, I think the I think the problem for me is that when I got to the end of it, it felt like a story that could have been done in one, maybe two issues. Mm. It didn't need to be as long as it was, and it it pretty much only served to make Casey and April realise that that maybe they are better together, and it it wasn't. We didn't really need it. <laughs> mm. Was the um, Rat King good in it? Because he's not popped up yet. Yeah, in the he's series, uh, he? he's pretty creepy. Oh, he's good. pretty creepy. It's all very trippy though, and you don't really know what's happening. Like, is any of it even real? Like, what's yeah, going on? Right. It's one of them. Uh, it's like, it's Inception. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I, I fully understand Inception. It's fine. I get it. It's fine. You mean like, oh, it's uh, Inception, Morty. And if what you're trying to say is it doesn't make any sense, that means that that film that everybody likes doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that was a really good burn. I love that episode just for um, Scary Terry. <laughs> <laughs> you can run, but you can't. I bitch. bitch. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this isn't the Rick and Morty hour. Um, <laughs> oh, you wish it was. Fucking... I don't, because I do actually really enjoy doing the Turtles one. Yeah. But if we ever did stop, I probably would just replace mm. it with the Rick and Morty show almost immediately. Anyway, let's wrap uh, as this much as up. I enjoy that program, there is more content. We'd literally have to do like, yeah, we're doing episode one, and that would be short for me because I hated it. And then we'd have to do episode two, and then you know that's what we'd have to be is each episode would have to be an episode. Yeah, that's how I was thinking of doing it anyway, which means oh. we've already got like three years in the bag. <laughs> actually, oh yeah, the that. rate that we record. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Jesus, you're right. <laughs> Christ alive. Uh, fingers crossed, series three will be on by then. Yeah. Any who, which is here, pointing at donuts. I'm going to have one in a minute. I'm going to have one but in first, as well. But first, let's do our contacts and shit. If you want to talk to me, you can follow at Stacey's Parlour or at Stace Bob T on the Twitter. The Stace Bob T account has a lot more random everyday shite, whereas the Parlour account has a lot more pop culture shite. So, you know choose what at your peril um, you can drop me an email at stacysparlour at gmail.com you can buy a face shirt nobody's buying our face shirts please buy a face <coughs> shirt I just choked on my own saliva <clears throat> spcp dot spreadshirt dot co dot co dot uk yay <laughs> we got it uh, or you can come and join the Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour Facebook group and come talk at us about pop culture and ting yeah you do you do a talk on there I and do I occasionally Usually I occasionally chime in not super often but every now and again mm. I do uh, you can do a Twitter at me <laughs> I am at Deadpool360 am I you are I am I always I, that makes it sound like I'm doing a bit, but I'm really not. I honestly can't remember. He just I doesn't just, use Twitter. I, I go on there you and look at things. Oh, I don't understand of it. Science and tweets. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get all the ats and hashtags and uh, it just no no. <laughs> I'm getting old, Stace. I found as, a white hair even, the other day. You're not even I'm getting as old, old as me, and I've got like twelve. Look at my fringe. Thirty's the look new. Look at my fucking fringe. Thirty's the new sixty. I might as well give up. Shut your mouth. Shut your dirty mouth. Hey, two more months, and I'll be in the same club, you know. So. Um, I just remembered that this this show didn't know that we that I've had a birthday. Yeah, you have. You did I a birthday. Have. I did a birthday. Like, when will this come out? November. So two months ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got old. I got thirty. That's yeah. not old. I don't care. I genuinely did. I had such a laugh. We had a turtles party and I dressed yeah. as April O'Neil and you dressed as Casey Jones and got your face squashed in a mask. Absolutely boss, apart from the mask being like it the did most look like painful it was, thing ever. Yeah, it looked like it was trying to meld with your face. It was a <laughs> fucking torture device of a costume. It really was. And because I hadn't brought my glasses, I was squinting, so I looked more drunk than I actually was. <laughs> uh, but it was pretty tits party. And oh, my yeah, mum made an amazing time. fucking turtles cake. Did she? Did you not see the cake? No. There were four tiers of cake and there was like they were all green cakes and then they'd all got bandanas on each tier. No, I'm annoyed I didn't see that. And they were all different flavours of cake too, and they were all I remember getting very drunk and recording Kiss from a Rose. Oh shit dog, that was brilliant. Phil's phone at the top of our lungs to to send. Because there did used to be a grain tower alone on the sea. Yeah. Um before I burst into song. Let's fucking go. Yeah, let's go. Right. So on that note yeah TTFN latest taters thanks for listening to his ramble <laughs> <laughs>